Love and Hip Hop Miami season five, episode three, Lego. So the queen of Copa is back, Florence. I was wondering if she was gonna be in this season. So she is divorcing Marlon, we thank God. I didn't make it all the way through the last season, so I didn't see the reunion, so we thank God. He cheated on her with her sister, as we know, or as we suspect, sometimes I wonder whether or not anything with them is real. But I do think her man is a dog, but I don't know if he cheated on her with her sister because they're just way too close if you ask me for that to be the case. She's divorcing Marlon for obvious reasons. He has an alleged child in Haiti. That I do believe. <laughs> I feel like he probably has more than one outside baby if we're being real. And for some reason, her mom wants her to stay with him. I can't think why. But you know, old school parents be like that sometimes. I have no idea why. Like, surely at some point you think, hmm, Maybe it is better for my child just to be happy than to be with a man that makes her miserable, but apparently not with Flo's mum. Gunplay and Von Shea. So they are still stressed about their baby. So as we know, their baby was born with a rare heart defect and it seems like she's out of the woods, but they're still stressing about hospital appointments that they have coming up and bills as well. And yeah, they haven't really got the money to pay them. Her insurance is not covering everything. So they're just real stressed. And on top of that, DJ Envy made a comment about their GoFundMe at a car show, which Von Shea didn't like. Gunplay didn't like it either, but he's kind of, you know, more nonchalant about it because he gets that that comes with the territory. And then later on in the episode, we find out that since DJ Envy made that comment, trolls have been finding their GoFundMe and just attacking them, saying horrible comments about them and their baby. And there's also some people that aren't making horrible comments, but are just going through their socials and saying, why don't you guys sell your shit for the baby? Why why don't you stop going to fancy restaurants and buying lubes and you know seven pairs of chains you know like why don't you sell all that shit and then pay for your baby's bills that way firstly i remember seeing all of this as it was transpiring in real time and all that stuff was happening before dj envy made his comment maybe it was only alerted to them because they weren't really looking online before but people were saying the obvious and it all came out when Gunplay gifted Rick Ross that chain just after the GoFundMe came out. And people then were starting to say, why if you got money to be giving Rick Ross a chain? The chain actually, I think somebody actually appraised it and it costs more than 50 grand, which is how much they were asking for in their GoFundMe. So people were saying, why don't you just sell that and then pay for your baby's hospital bills? And those are very good questions. I didn't understand it myself. Even in the scene, Gunplay's wearing this iced out chain and I'm like, Seriously, like, I just feel like when people do that, and I'm not trying to judge them or anything, maybe they have reasons that they just don't want to really say, but it, to me, it looks like you just don't want to sell your shit. You'd rather ask people for money because you know that Gunplay has a big name and people will probably pay it uh, rather than actually sacrifice anything. Because I feel like asking strangers for money should be the last resort. And they did say it was their friends and family, but I'm sorry, any friend or family that is close enough that you can ask them for that type of money, so you should be able to just ask them directly rather than set up a GoFundMe. So I don't really think it's for friends or family, it's for strangers. So yeah, that is strange to me that they wouldn't just do that, but hey. And I think that's what the majority of people were saying. Obviously you always get trolls that are saying horrible things, like they were saying horrible things about the baby as well. That is always fucked up and that's always shitty, but I really hate when people conflate the two. Like they act like everyone that's making good points are the same as the trolls saying horrible comments when that is not the case. And I think it's really interesting that they kept shifting it away from DJ Envy, but they kept mentioning him to make a big point of it. It's almost like they were trying to use his name 
to alert people more to what was going on, but they wouldn't really actually get angry at DJ Envy. I was wondering whether or not it was because Gunplay didn't want to, because he's a rapper and he just didn't want to go that route with beefing DJ Envy, and he'd rather go at faceless trolls that he doesn't know instead. I thought that that was a little bit weird. And then Vonche was saying how people are going through their socials and calling them scammers, and she's trying to become a federal agent, and people are attaching scammer to her name. Why don't you care, Richard? And because Gunplay was very, again, nonchalant, and he was like, you know, it comes with the territory, what do you want me to do about it kind of thing? And I don't like Gunplay at all, I think he's a cretin, but at the same time, he kind of had the right approach. What do you really want him to do? He can't go and attack all of these people. And you should have known when you got with him that him being a public figure was gonna invite this type of behavior, unfortunately. Even if you didn't have this situation going on, you were gonna get trolls anyway. So when she was starting to say that and her becoming a federal agent, they're attaching scammer to my name, I was like, yeah, Von Shea is a bit of a naive one, isn't she? Like, I know she's young, but her being, I mean, I guess to be fair, as soon as we heard that she was a criminology student and thought it was a good idea to have a baby with gunplay, we should have probably deduced that she wasn't the brightest bulb on the tree. But at the same time, I was like, sis, you really still have dreams of becoming a federal agent and this is your husband and father of your child? That's interesting, because I can't lie, watching you on Love and Hip Hop, they're not going to take you seriously. And that's why her mum was getting angry and sending him that three-page letter. When the whole thing happened, the last episode with her mum, I was just looking at it like, you you really, like, you're a well-educated woman, your mum clearly worked very hard to be able to ensure that you had a nice lifestyle, went to a good school, got a good degree, all of that. You honestly did not see this reaction coming. Like, girl, come on, I know you don't seem that smart, but you can't be that dumb. And then at the end of the episode, they put up that message reminding us that this was filmed before all these allegations against Gunplay. Like, we didn't already know that. But yeah, when I saw that, I did think, thank God she seems to be leaving him now because Obviously, you guys I'm sure know, but Gunplay has been accused of holding a gun to her chest while she was holding their baby because she asked him to keep the Xbox down. Crazy motherfucker. And yeah, it seems like he's on that coke again. He was drinking heavily, she said. But yeah, he has been charged and she said that she has asked for a restraining order and she's officially in the process of filing a divorce. And I very much hope that that sticks. I hope it's not one of those situations where she ends up going back to him because she is still young, she's beautiful, she still has a chance to make a career of herself the way she wants to. She's only been with him five minutes. So she still has a chance to become a federal agent if she cuts ties with him and sticks to it now. Because I'm not gonna lie, when she was saying how I've tried my best to help him and this and that, I was like, girl, you are too young for all of this. Like, no woman at any age, don't get me wrong, should make it their occupation to be their man's therapist and sponsor. That's just not your job. It's up to people, if they want to change, to go through that process. And when you see signs that they haven't, you cut that is it that is all anybody should be doing as far as I'm concerned but to see this young beautiful accomplished woman with a good background have that type of mentality I was like I'm as horrible as this was in a way I'm glad she had a wake-up call in order to depart from the situation because it needed to happen because that man is a psycho and she definitely needs to call it a day she's got a beautiful baby her mum and dad I'm sure will help her look after her child she'll be fine anyway let's circle back to the others Ray J is now back in Miami without Princess. She stayed in Vegas to do a poker tournament. He had lunch on a boat with Safari, Trick Daddy and Gunplay. For some reason, one of them brought a cake. And once again, Trick Daddy reminded us that he likes to get his ass eaten. I don't know why he feels the need to keep reminding us of that. The first time we heard it was enough. 
more than enough. It was already too much information. I don't ever want to hear those words again. I don't want to picture it. Thank you very much. Who is eating trip daddy's ass? That is just nasty. Anyway, Ray J tells Safari that he's very upset that Princess stayed behind to play poker. Now this whole thing with Princess Ray J and the poker thing, everything about it screams fake storyline. It's so boring, I don't care. And it's just, it's, ugh. I've been watching Ray J act from when I was younger. I saw him in Moesha and One on One. I know when that nigga's acting. And I'm definitely calling lights, camera, action on this one. Nothing about it really seems authentic. I mean, it could be true that Princess plays poker, but I don't think it's this big issue in their marriage. I think that they just didn't really have anything else to do. Ray J and Princess have done it all. In fact, I'm surprised that Ray J is on Love and Hip Hop. I know that, you know, he's a businessman and he probably does what Candy does on Real Housewives on here and just uses it as promo for his businesses and brands. But I just don't know if it's really necessary. He's made so many connections in the business world at this point. Does he really need reality at this point? I don't know. I might Google it when I'm done with this. I would really love to know why he feels like it's still necessary to keep doing love and hip hop because there's clearly nothing else to do on here for them anymore. So Trina, Bobby Lights and Joy and Trina's assistant are all recording this podcast. They asked Joy if she ate Trick Daddy's ass. Why? Again, must we be reminded that there are women out there probably as beautiful as Joy that would actually get their face up and trick daddy's ass. Why do they have to keep hitting us over the head with this? Anyway, Joy says no. Whether or not she was lying, I don't know. But if she did, I don't fucking blame her for lying. If I would ever do anything as disgusting as that, do you think I'll tell people? Do you think I would say it on camera? Hell to the fuck no. So anyway, they asked Trina about her new single with Flo and she says she loves to show love to new female artists. Bobby Light says, L-O-L, no you don't bitch. <laughs> when we were with the girl from last episode, I'm so sorry, I don't remember her name, but um, the rapper that was with Super Cindy, who Trina was supposed to see rap and she was very, very rude to her. Bobby had that in the back of his mind and he was like, bull fucking shit. <laughs> no, you don't. I love Trina. Trina is one of my favorite rappers, right? Because if you guys have ever listened to my show and you're familiar with my content, you probably know that I love rap music, particularly the girls. And I love Trina, but Trina has a bad attitude. She is just rude. The way she was with that girl, I was like, sis, you can't say hello, nice to meet you. Like, if you can't even afford a nice, pleasant exchange for five minutes, it's better not to even go. Because I know she was saying she was hot, she was tired, this and that, and she has another engagement to go to. But if you're there, you can still, for a few minutes, say hello. And the way the girl said to Trina, it was nice to meet you, and Trina said, you're welcome. Girl, what? Oh my God. It was very much given, okay, that's enough time for the peasants. You're welcome. Oh my God, that was just so snobby. Yeah, so whenever I see her in Love and Hip Hop, I'm like, yeah, you. I don't think I'd really want to meet her in real life. <laughs> like, I would have to love her from a distance. I wouldn't be able to continue to love her music if I met her in person, I think. Who's to say? Maybe she's not like that with everybody, but from what I see of her in Love and Hip Hop, it's definitely given I think I'm too good for all of you bitches. They asked Trina about losing her niece to gun violence. I remember when this came out a few months ago, and Trina basically said something very profound. She said, take care and love the people God has loaned you because one day he's gonna take them back. And that was just so like, oh my heart when she said that. And it just reminded me that Trina has suffered a lot of loss. Like she's lost her brother, I think to the same thing. I think she lost both her niece and her brother to gun violence and her mother as well. And I think her mother was sick, um, but I don't, I'm not sure. But 
she's lost a lot of people in her life people that are very close to her and it just is it's very very sad like you can tell she really really goes through it every day thinking about those people and when she said that it, it definitely felt like she'd come to a place where she just kind of learned to accept it like life is just one of those things that unfortunately we have these amazing people in our lives and they're taken from us too soon and it's just one of those things that they've just gone to god now and i just gotta gotta deal with it i guess and yeah it was really really sad but it was good to see that she's kind of in a place where she's learned to accept that horrifying part of life for what it is and just kind of take the good with the bad then after the podcast slash interview Bobby and Joy are talking and she mentions that she has this event coming up that she's doing with Marlon and she has this little schoolgirl smile on her face and Bobby's like what was that are you like is you and Marlon a thing and I was like Joy surely not surely you've learned from Trick Daddy surely like obviously Marlon and Trick Daddy are different kettle of fuckboy but at the same time Marlon is ill, like ill, girl. What Joy is so beautiful. I just don't understand. Like you must have options in Miami. Like Marlon is a slut. Like let's assume because it's not exactly far fetched that he would cheat on Flo with her sister, but it's just something about the dynamic of those two. Like I said before, I just I feel like that's something her and her sister concocted to have a storyline on the show. I don't really think he fucked her sister, but I do think that he smashed bare other women. I think that other girl. I don't remember if it was last season or the week or the one before, but I remember that other girl, the really pretty dark skinned one with short hair. That was I think that was her sister's girlfriend. I believe she fucked Marlon, or that Marlon ate her pussy, whatever that was. I believe that happened because there was something about that girl's emotion. She was too upset and she's either a fantastic actress or that really happened. And I think Marlon is smashing bare other chicks. So yeah, why, why would you want community dick, Joy, that is still in the midst of a divorce? Like, ew, girl, do better. So Trick Daddy is boxing with Snoop, Trina's ex-man. Snoop and Trina basically broke up around the time that Trina got the news about her niece and she just broke up with him out of the clear blue sky basically. So he's very concerned about her and he wants her back. And he tells Trick Daddy this and Trick Daddy says that he shouldn't bother because basically Trina don't give a damn. And I'm not gonna lie, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm with Trick Daddy on this one. I think that for whatever reason, Trina has just decided that she's done with him. I was surprised to hear about their breakup even right at the start of the season because they were engaged as far as I remember. And Trina seemed to genuinely love him. I remember every time she spoke to him, it was one of the only times. Him and Joy were like the only two people that she would speak to with a softness in her voice. And you could just kind of feel her heart melt as she was talking to them. So I really genuinely believe like, oh yeah, there's real love there. Like she really loves that man because she don't talk to anybody else like this. So yeah, I was very surprised to hear about their breakup. And I definitely understand where he's coming from that it happened on the back of her receiving this horrible news and she's still grieving. So is this really a breakup or is this some, you know, emotional reaction to what she's going through? But I think he should kind of take that for what it is, a breakup because at the end of the day, these trying times, you lean more on the people you want to be around more than anything, as opposed to push them away. So I feel like she probably had doubts in her mind about their relationship before that point, and then that happened, and she kind of just needed to drop him like it, it was dead weight kind of thing. Like she kind of used that opportunity to be like, you know what, I'm going through a lot. I don't need this right now. Like I don't have the emotional capacity to pretend that I'm more into this relationship than I am. I, that's what I, kind of deduced from her, their conversation as well when he showed up to that event with flowers 
it sounded like that's kind of what she was trying to say. Like she said, you know, I'm just doing me right now. I'm in my Trina bubble. It, it was given, yeah, like I kind of wasn't really sure I wanted to be with you anyway. And then this happened and then it just became clear to me. And it really sucks. It's really shitty. And I think that she still has love for him. Like when he was walking away, she seemed to feel really bad. And you know, Trina don't feel bad for being mean to anybody. And she wasn't even really mean to him. She was just clear about it. So the fact that she felt bad about it, it definitely seems like there's still love between them. But for whatever reason, she just doesn't want to be with him right now. It might be temporary, you know, like I said, they were engaged. So maybe it's just one of those things that she needs to go through. But hey, for now, I think that he should just move on and see what happens in the future. Then at the end of the event, Marlon comes through. So obviously he's doing this event with Joy. So he comes through and he gives these bunch of flowers to Joy. And as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, this nigga's trying to embarrass Flo because he knew Flo was gonna be there. It was definitely a moment to try and make Flo act exactly how she did, which was to throw a drink over Marlon. So when she left, I'm glad that she just left and got in her car and dipped after that because Flo is always fighting with Marlon and every time I'm seeing it, I really don't like seeing gorgeous women that can do way better because I actually like Flo even though she's always given actress I do like her I think it's really cool how dedicated she is to blending the Haitian sound with Miami and kind of putting it on the map and being mainstream and I think if she's as determined and as persistent as she makes out on the show she could really do it at the end of the at the end of the day love and hip-hop has birth stars so who's to say and i think that miami is definitely the place to do that so i think that what she's doing is really cool and she's a beautiful woman and she seems very passionate about what she does so whenever i see her beefing with her husband i'm like oh like it just makes me it gives me a headache i really don't like it so when she got in her whip like that and just departed from the scene i was like thank you thank you thank you we're seeing a little bit of growth in flow already i like that because we don't need to be going back and forth over your ex fuckboy husband we definitely don't need to be doing that i don't really blame her for the drink in his face even though when she said oh he embarrassed her i was thinking girl well you just kind of embarrassed yourself a little bit more didn't you but at the same time that was the reaction that he was looking for so he got it you know so that's why i didn't understand why he followed her out there and shouting it's like that's what he wanted her to do so oh and i forgot to mention flo apparently has a new girlfriend so this girl called claudia who is also beautiful she is a family friend and i think they both had families before i think she said and now obviously she's going through a divorced Claudia's not with her ex-partner anymore so they just reconnected and now they got together and I can't lie I think this is yet another flow production I just don't think she has that entertaining a life and that is okay but it just feels like nearly everything she has shown us on this show is a scene written by her like even this chemistry with Claudia it didn't seem like they were a real couple. Like the way they were kissing, it was very much mwah, like it was very light. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that just because they're like a female couple, we have to see a raunchy lesbian scene or anything. But you know, there was just no, there just seemed like a little bit of a block there when they were kissing, even when they were touching each other. I don't know, it was just, it didn't seem like it was anything but this old friend that she called that she was like, hey, I haven't got really much going on on the show. I'm not with Marlon anymore, so I can't really do that drama. So I need to have something going on other the music. Can you pretend to be my girlfriend? And she was like, yeah, sure, fine. I've got, I got time to kill. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it was definitely given that. I don't know, who's to say? But let's pretend it's real for a second. Claudia is ready to be out and in public with their relationship. Flo is not because she's still going through a divorce. And she also comes from a very strict Haitian background. Her mum is very religious. So she doesn't know how she's going to take it. She's not really out yet. I, I'm not going to go as far as to say that she's not really bisexual. Because I don't know that lady like that. And I'm not going to pretend that I have a very 
sensitive gaydar, I don't know, you know, so um, he used to say, and I think that a lot of women that we see on like the love and hip hops and the like are bisexual, so it's definitely not far fetched. So yeah, she might like women, but I just don't think this thing with Claudio is a real thing. But anyway, that's about it. I actually like Love and Hip Hop Miami this season so far. I don't know how much of it is gonna be that interesting, but there's gonna be enough to keep me entertained, I think. Like I said, I like Flo. I like watching Trina do new projects and stuff and see what she's got coming next because I listen to her music in real life. And this Von Shea and Gunplay stuff should get interesting because obviously, as we know, there's a lot of shit going on with them in real life, in real time, as we know. So if they are still filming Love and Hip Hop when this went down, I'm not sure if they were, but if they are, it is definitely bound to get more interesting and yeah we'll see what is to come from the rest of the season but for now thank you for checking out my review please like the video comment below and let me know what you think of my review and of the show and subscribe to my channel for more reviews um so if you guys are not familiar with me i usually talk about these type of shows on my podcast or talk show called underrated but we are going through a little bit of a redirection which is why i haven't done the show in a while so it's going to be a little bit different and i will eventually continue to talk about the same topics i usually have talked about previously but for now while i'm not i'm going to be doing them on my youtube channel and i'm going to be doing them on tiktok so you can also follow me on tiktok if you prefer shorter form content i do reviews on there as well there are some that will only be on tiktok and some that will only be on youtube for now love and hip-hop miami and Real Housewives of Atlanta will be on YouTube only and I will just be posting ads on TikTok but the majority of the other shows I review for the time being will be on TikTok and when I get to a point where I'm doing more on YouTube I will let you all know but yeah I am Hannah OJ on all platforms by the way if you guys want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram too but thank you so much for tuning in and for now see you later